Hey everybody, welcome back to an all new episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Today I'm going to do something a little different, something a little out of the ordinary for our special listeners on this creepy kooky podcast. Um, so let me give you a little bit of a, of a background before we jump right into this. Um, so a very kind person, let me get this info pulled up before I F it up here. Uh, a very, very kind person named Julia Garasimova uh, wrote me back in mid-August. No, before that. Wrote me, ah, late July. I said, hey, I'm Julia. Uh, she's the current host of a radio show in Salzburg, Austria, called United in Europe. Um, and the radio platform is Radio Fabrik, Radio Fabric. Uh, they are a show of young Europeans discussing discussing life and experience in Salzburg and Austria in general. And she wanted to have an interview with me. Um, she likes the content that I make. She was very kind. Long story short, we set up a Zoom a couple of weeks ago and we had ourselves a nice chat. And she was ever so kind as to allow me to rebroadcast the majority of this interview uh, for you guys here on the podcast. So uh, we're going to jump into that in just a second. Um, just a few notes, because uh, there are some things you'll notice. Um, she very kindly gave me the opportunity to play three songs, not live, but to share them, to broadcast the songs live uh, on the show. And as you long listeners of this podcast will, will know or will remember uh, that we can't really play the full songs, even though they're my songs. You just can't really do that because I still use it a, dis a distributor to get the songs uh, out into the world, and there's like a data coding that tells the internet when these songs are played so that artists can keep themselves protected or that they can get royalties when it's played on, for example, on this program. Uh, but here on this podcast, I can't play the song. So she'll introduce three songs and for each of them, uh, it will be cut and you'll just hear the ending fading back in. Uh, but the songs uh, are Count On Me and Eye to Eye from my album 12 Songs for 12 Friends, if you want to go back and listen to that. Uh, and the third one is Gravity of Sin from the Netflix original film soundtrack, Paradise, uh, which I also want to have one more note mentioned here. After that third song plays, after Gravity of Sin plays, uh, Julia mistakenly says uh, the song or the soundtrack composed by our very own Jordan Prince here in the studio. Uh, really want to make that clear. That was just a mistake on her part. Uh that song is not composed by me. It's composed by David Reichelt, a successful German film composer here in Munich. And I wrote the text for that song. I wrote the lyrics for that song. But the first two are all mine, baby. Uh, but yeah, so very nice chat with Julia. She was very kind. Um, I apologize. I'm sure there are, for native English speakers, there will be probably a few, or for everybody, there might be a few moments where her English is a little hard to understand no fault of her own. Um, it's just how it goes sometimes. But it was a very nice chat. She was very kind. We talked about uh, my reasons for coming to Germany, my battles with the German language, making friends, uh, you know, my, my favorite parts of making the content, my experiences in real life, uh, a bit about my music. And yeah, I'll just let her take it from here. This is Julia from the uh, Radio Fabrique show. Um, what's it called again? 
Europe, uh, United in Europe, United in Europe. Uh, so go check that out. And thanks again to Julia for letting me rebroadcast this here. I just figured some of you, mom, would want to hear uh, me getting interviewed about what I do because uh, it's very flattering. It's very flattering, which is very nice. And it made me feel very good about myself. <laughs> uh, it's a fluff piece, people. Okay? Sheeple, it's a fluff piece. All right? I'm feeding you candy. All right? It's an interview. I was interviewed. They were nice and made me look good. And I'm here to spread the lies. Anyway, thank you, Julia. Uh, this is Radio Fabrique. And this is my interview on United in Europe. So enjoy. music but still continuing to talk about the foreign languages today i'll be interviewing jordan prince he is an american blogger tiktoker digital content creator youtuber and musician from louisiana the united states of america who is currently living in munich in germany which is not so far away from us and who also like us talks about the perks of living in a german-speaking environment so while we make radio, Jordan makes funny videos on all of his platforms and has almost like 400,000 followers on Instagram while mocking in a totally polite manner, German language and German speaking people. So let's say we have a celebrity here with us right now. Hello, Jordan. Thanks for doing this interview. Thanks for agreeing to this. Hi, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. The question I would love to start with is why in the first place did you come over to Germany, to Munich? Was it because of the work or you have met someone you kind of wanted to follow? When I first got here, I was approached by Bavarians with the same two options as, to, you know, their assumption as to why I moved. And they, they always said, okay, oh, you're an American, you're, a, uh, you're an artist, but you're not in Berlin. So let me guess, it's you followed a girl or it's work. And that was always the initial reaction. And funny enough, they're right. I followed a girl from university to Germany and I just didn't leave. <laughs> I personally know lots of foreigners who always complain about how hard it is for them to learn German. So would you rather agree to that or how would you describe your experience with the German language? There are people I know who didn't speak a second language or a third language uh, since birth. And they were able to pick up German much, much faster than than, than I did. Some, some people just have that, that knack for it. But um, I think I, if they had said you can't enter the country without passing a, a certain test, like the B-I-N's, like this uh, language scale, if they'd said you can't enter the country without getting that first, I don't know that I would have ever made it in. <laughs> um, like, I just don't think I would have had enough understanding of the language to, if, if that was the rule, if they said you have to be at this level of fluency, I don't think I would have crossed the, uh, I don't think I would have crossed that test at the time. Um, I think I had to be here to learn it. All right. And while already being in Germany, how did you manage to learn the German language? Did you attend special courses? Did you practice all alone on YouTube? Did you do something else? So what was it like for you? I took 
um, the first year I took, I, I actually part of my first visa was a language learning visa. And I spent like six months or whatever it was taking like 15 or 20 hours of courses a week. They're called, yeah, they're called in, intensive, intensive courses. And, and they're, um, they're also opportunities to meet people, but I was never too interested in making friends with people who were from, you know, Dallas or something. If I met them in Munich, it just, for me, it was like not, I mean, they're always very nice. And yes, I have American friends, um, but I just wasn't, I wasn't pursuing friendships in the German classes because no one there was German. And I kind of felt like I need to see if I'm going to like it here based around people who are from here. So I just focused on the language and yeah, a lot of, a lot of intensive courses. And then I did one-on-ones and then I did online courses and then I had tandem partners. I basically did every option in the book. And I think what ended up being best for me um, was a particular company that has a, a, a branch in Munich that made very small classes, like three people. And that ended up being the best for me in terms of feeling more relaxed because by the time that I took this one, I had built up enough of a confidence with the language that I wasn't afraid to try a new sentence out loud. Uh, and these people were in the same boat as me. There was like one person who was quite good, but showed absolutely no confidence in it. And somehow that comforted me like, well, even though I think they're better, they don't think they're better at all. So we just kind of helped each other and like without any ego was saying like, ah, I think it's Dane or Dame or whatever. This is a very long-winded answer for me to say. I took a lot of classes and uh, made some German friends who speak to, uh, they text me in German or, you know, I'm not fluent, but I'm, I'm much better off than I was. So how would you rate your level of German right now? Is it B1, B2, C1, maybe something more, something less? Did you maybe take German language tests while you were in Germany? Uh, legally, after taking an official test for my visa, I am official B1, but maybe if I took a refresher course or two, I could maybe get closer to like a B1, 2 or B2, but I'd really have to hunker down and say like, I need to do this, you know, um, but B1 officially, maybe I could squeeze up there to B2 if I, if I focused for a week or two, <laughs> maybe. All right. To learn a language in the area where people actually speak it as a native, I think the easiest way is just to find some company, like group of friends to practice the language with. But the problem is that, like I heard lots of complaints from people, including myself, that in the German speaking area, including like Austria, Germany, uh, doesn't really matter. It is extremely hard to make friends with Germans and Austrians. How would you say, does this complain apply to you do you feel the same way or what is your opinion on this matter you know what's interesting about that is i think when you one after you get out of university whatever age whatever age that is for people i think from then on it's kind of hard to make new friends in general like from 20 mid 20s onward especially the older you get like you get to your 30s mid 30s i see people who you know, get out of relationships they've had for 10 years and then they try and date new people and try and make new friends through with, through some colleague or through some party they're going to go to. And it's not easy. It's kind of like, it's almost kind of weird. It's it's you're, you're, it's awkward to, to try and make a new friend as an adult because um, I don't know, people's time, time is so much more precious than it was, 
in your 20s where you could just like sit around all day on a hill, you know, uh, which is dreamy. And I do miss those days. But there's something about like, OK, I have a three hour window tonight before I have to get up for work and I'm going to go to this place and I'll see if maybe Mike is there. I'll text Mike. Oh, he's with his wife. They have to go to a thing. And it's like it in general at this age, it's harder to make friends. So on top of that, adding a language barrier I can really feel for people who have a, a tough time um, making German friends, for sure. Uh, so, at this point, I really think that we will need to introduce a music pause so that I will have some additional minutes to cry on how actually hard it can be for an adult to make friends in a foreign country with foreign people, especially adults, on a foreign language. It can be just extremely overwhelming. But back to the more positive news, so to say, Jordan... You are not only the content creator, you're also a musician. So I suggest that we can listen to some of your songs. So, Jordan, which song have you prepared for us? Um, yeah, I did, I just I did want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to play some of the music on your show because uh, that that is very that's very regularly forgotten these days and it's something that still means quite a lot to me. It's very it's like literally exposing my bare heart in the most personal way that I could imagine. But I don't get to talk about it as much anymore because it's not as successful as the funny videos. Um, but yeah, I I'm, I'm sent you two songs today. They're from my 2018 album, 12 Songs for 12 Friends. is an album where um, each song is written about and dedicated to a real person in my life who changed my life forever in some beautiful or, comple or complicated way. Um, it's an album with, you know, deep storytelling. I'm, I'm very proud of the, of the lyrics and the message. And it's a song written directly to somebody that everyone, everyone has this kind of person in their life. They can all connect to it. Um, but yeah, I chose two of my, two of my favorites. Um, the, uh, I guess we can just start with the first one, uh, Count on Me, which is a song about my friend Bruno and how he's a bit like a German in the way that he was a very hard shell. He was very difficult to get to crack that shell, um, but he finally did. And it's, I'm just swimming in that ooey gooey warm turtle soup because um, I'm just sort of making sure he knows that he can count on me because he, I think he just didn't get that for the longest time. All right, sounds perfect. Let's listen to it. All right, and switching topic from your music to your videos, Jordan, I would love to comment on them because I have watched like lots of them myself and also has, as my friend has sent them to me, that's how I ended up knowing about you in the first place. You have a very, very, very decent German accent when you speak on your videos. And that's very crazy because at first I thought that you actually are a native speaker of German and not like an American only trying to like sort of say mock German accent. And that's not only what I think, it's just what people in your comments also write to you. Like, 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 oh my God, is this guy German? Is this guy American? Who is he? So let's talk about that for a little bit. That's very, that's very sweet. I appreciate that. No, it's, I'm, I'm really happy that people like the, the accent because that's the biggest gamble. You know, it's like the biggest risk of the whole gimmick is pretending to be this guy Johannes or, or someone like him and people have to 
believe that he's German. So that's <laughs> the language is such a, uh, or the accent is such a, a big part of that. But I still get DMs every day of people asking me, sending me a message personally, like, hey man, are you American or are you German? You know, and it's like, just look it up. There's, I have a, there's links, at, like, just look it up. I, I mean, come on. Or just keep the mystery. It's more fun. I'm glad I found that little, I'm glad I found that little niche because I think of all the, of, of all the digital creators who live or have lived in Germany who do a similar thing, like, I think, I, I'm very happy that I found that because I think that, just that little angle is my thing. You know, on first, on first view, it's a good accent. And on the second view, it's like, oh, but he's having fun. Like, this is all just you know, tongue in cheek. And uh, I, I tr try to think that that's kind of my specific angle. Another stereotype about German people is that they allegedly do not take the jokes and they allegedly have the bad sense of humor. And they also get very salty about jokes, especially the ones that are, of course, forwarded at them. How would you say your audience live up to that stereotype? I mean, the German-speaking people, do they also react like the stereotypical German people? Do they say like, oh, ha, ha, that's not funny, stop doing this, and so on and so forth? How does it in your experience? What I'm most happiest about, like what makes me smile more than anything is seeing Germans take the joke and laugh and get and get that it's a joke and it's not coming from a from a bad place or it's not coming from a negative thing. It's just like, yeah, you guys are like this. And hey, there's plenty to say about people from the U.S. too. And go for it. We are like that. <laughs> Mayo, whatever. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just like it's it's very. Uh, it's very sweet to to see these comments and to see the support, like to see the crazy, crazy, crazy positivity. All right. So as far as I got, you mostly get positive feedback as people really like your videos. But I would say that, like, I would assume that not everything is is that perfect in the internet because once again, this is the internet and it is full of crazy people. So have you had any, so to say, interactions with, you know, like? crazy interactions with your followers or just from people commenting on your videos. So can you just please share your experience on that matter? Uh, <clears throat> I will say that yeah, people are crazy and there are, there are crazy things on the internet every day, especially, um, I think the smartest thing anybody can do if they're trying to build an audience on a platform like Instagram is probably once they start seeing any kind of traction is just to immediately turn off notifications. Um, because that has also helped me just not deal with the insanity of like constant messages or, or comments from people who might not like what I do. Um, so in my position, I'm privileged and I'm happy that most people enjoy it. And I very rarely see something really mean. Um, I have had comments before, and these are just for me, like the cream of the crop. Like I did a video once. I forgot what the bit was, but it was mocking like a very, you know, classic Spiesig German at an event who was, um, you know, not having fun, but instead thinking about um, the parking spot or thinking about how, you know, they're collecting the cups. Like, please don't put your cups down. We have to recycle these before we go back to the festival or something like that. Things that I've actually seen people do. <laughs> and uh, someone commented, um, not to be that German, but I don't get why this is funny. And for me, it was like, 
I, I wish I could have given her like a gif of like, like that's exactly what I'm making fun of. Like that's so wonderful that you don't get it, that you are the person in the video. Funny thing about German people too, almost nobody, and I mean almost nobody ever thinks that the, the scene or the bit that I'm making is making fun of them. It's always, oh, that's that's my brother. Oh, that's my boss. That's my boss. She's just like that. Oh, that's my sister. That's my my mom. I tagging. Hey, this is just like your cousin Marcus. You know, <laughs> you know, or like uh, when I do the ones about Germans being on a date. If you're, if you know, that you're on a date with a German, that's great too because I see a lot of reactions from from women uh, coming on saying like, "Well, at least he's got a job. I guess I'll give him a second date." Or like, you know, interacting with um, the smallest good things like. I did I did one of a date where Johannes was um, like, he only wanted to go on like a, a really long walk. He's like, of, of course we're going to walk on a date. It's only four hours to the mountains and then we hike and just something very, very true. I'm still trying to find the best way to mock um, how Germans and Austrians think about each other because it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to, to walk that line without being mean. I don't want to be mean. So it's, it's hard to like, I've heard Germans say awful stuff about Austrians and vice versa. At this point, have you ever received any feedback to your videos in person? Like maybe you had someone approaching you and just telling you, hey, I saw you on Instagram, like on TikTok, I like what you do, keep doing that, blah, blah, blah. blah. Has this ever happened to you? Uh, feedback in person is always very, very pleasant. Like um, it's funny now I'm in a position with these videos where uh, if I'm in like a popular part of a, of a major city, I mean, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to get stopped on the street in some, you know, village somewhere maybe probably not but um if i'm you know if i'm in like center city munich or especially if i go to berlin because that's where most of my followers are um it's like a regular stopping on the street um engagement which you know i don't i spent my whole life trying to, to build build an audience like that for music so for me it's crazy now that doing videos that started out started out as just things for fun have gotten to the point where like i went out for dinner in munich last week I went to go see, I went to go see Barbie actually. And I had dinner before and a friend of mine was with me that um, hasn't seen me in a few months. I think I was, I was stopped four times and there was a fifth person behind my friend speaking in German about coming to talk to me, but they got too nervous. So they didn't. And then when we walked away, he was like, you know, this group of these group of girls here, we're going to ask you for another photo. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? That's so weird. Um, I'm so grateful for that. Um, I mean, it was like the, the I w at the restaurant waiting to be seated. Someone's finishing up their meal, comes up, asks for a selfie, then uh, eating at the restaurant. Then the waiter asks, like, are you that guy? And then walking to the cinema, getting in line to get a to get a Coke or something. Another person asks for a selfie. Sitting in the seat in Barbie, a person sits next to me, some guy. I was, and he was like, hi, hi. It was the English screening, so everyone, you know, was speaking English. And uh, he was like, hey, I, I, don't, I don't want to bother you with your friends, but are you this guy? And then, like, three teenage girls came up from like six rows back and asked me to get up out of my seat and take a selfie with them in the aisle. And I'm, I'm only saying all this because um, it does answer your question, which is that the feedback in person is always extremely positive. Well, that's actually cool that you managed to get so much like positive feedback in person. I think that's very surprising rather, knowing how aggressive people can be in real life sometimes. 
But nevertheless, let's make another music pause. So, Jordan, do you have something else from your music that you would love to present to us right now for us to listen to? Thank you so much for again for letting me present some music on the show today. The other song that I'm sending you that we're going to listen to is Eye to Eye. It's again from this 2018 album 12 Songs for 12 Friends. It's available everywhere and it's a song I wrote about my best friend Vivi and she's a very talented musician. She's she's actually playing piano and singing on the track and it's a song about real friendship and how you don't always agree on things but you can fight and make that relationship stronger. Sounds like a great plan to me. Let's turn it on and enjoy it all together. Hey everyone, we're back in the studio. You're listening to United in Europe, the show of United Solidarity Co Community in Salzburg. My name is Julia. Today with me we have in the studio Jordan Prince, content creator, TikToker musician and just a funny person. So Jordan, my other question to you will be the following. Having created so much content, so many videos, so many bits, what would you say are your favorite videos? Did you have any specific like favorite or just the ones that you've enjoyed doing the most or maybe you love at them yourself? The ones that are my favorites are the ones that basically changed the entire trajectory of my career. Like I'm very 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 proud and happy of the first um handful of the Johannes characters that I did like I mean my favorite series I think my favorite series that I do is Germans in Summer um those always do very well I feel I have a I'm I'm usually laughing a lot while making them because it's based off something I saw or something I read or something that happened to me on a different vacation whatever with friends yeah I mean I think in like <clears throat> one of the first ones um was it was like I was I shot that in in Tennessee and I was at my my dad's my parents house and I just it was so funny thinking about um there's this path from their house that goes down to a lake and I thought for sure if a german was here they would make that like the event of the morning or something and it would be like um Like ich gehe wandern. Today I'm going to go hiking uh, up this nice path. It's going to be a lot of fun. But first, um, <laughs> at first I must tell you, it's not going to be fun actually. It's uh, about um, four or five hundred kilometers, and you must um, walk um, very swiftly with me. Do you have your Deuter Rucksack with you? Um, ho <laughs> hopefully your shoes are waterproof because we are also going to be hiking through lots and lots of muddy water. <laughs> And then, <laughs> like, and then when we get to the lake, we will do what is uh, most normal for all people, and this is swim naked in public and not care who's looking at anything that we might show them. And then we, like, and then we'll swim. Uh, and then what's something like ah? Uh, and then when we are finished, instead of bringing towels and drying off like normal people, we will find a hot slab of concrete and lay face down on it until we are dry. <laughs> Which is, I see so many Germans do that. They swim and then they lay face down on concrete. And it's like, are you a lizard? <laughs> like, what, what, what are you doing? Another logical question at this point would be is that, do you have any videos of yours that you have created that you, on the contrary, don't like at all or you just not really a fan of them? I, I, probably, I probably won't point them out specifically because once you see it, Once you see the thing, the thing I don't like about them, maybe you don't like them as much. But um, there's a few that 
I know I had to throw together pretty last minute just to keep my schedule. And some of them did better than I thought that they would. So I don't want to spoil it and say like, well, if you liked this one, you liked my least amount of effort or something. So it's as long as people like it, as long as people have fun, then I think for me that's, oh yeah, well, I can say this one's, this one didn't do so well. I can say it. So as you create both music and videos, have you ever thought about combining all that together? Like maybe create some funny songs about Germans or on the contrary, make some musical videos or just, I don't know, like some song parodies about Germans. Well, something else combining both of these genres. Did you ever think about this? Um, that's a good idea. And I've, I've thought about... Um... There, I, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote a, a German rap, um, which sounds so bad now that I say it out loud to another person. Um, I wrote kind of a rap. I like uh, just. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not new to rap. I just I know I don't look it, but I, I I've written and performed a lot of raps, not in a public setting, but I I do really love um, the the genre. And anyway, I. Um, I've written raps for other artists who can actually rap and I had the idea once to maybe make a rap uh, that is the German rapping about um, the theme is like there is no such thing as bad, uh, bad weather only bad clothing and so I wanted to make a rap like about you know the um, I forgot the brand I used all the brands that Germans use like for the hiking boots and for the wind breaker jackets like Patagonia or North Face or whatever, Deuter, like the Deuter Rucksack, Jack Wolfskin. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And like all the stuff in the, the, the tents and the, the mountain hiking gear and all the, I had a whole thing about like a, a weather. It was like a weather was approaching. And then the hook was like, there was no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. And then it was like what he was layering on. And I I tried it and I listened to it for like a few weeks. And then I thought it's so stupid that it's like beyond the veil of like being stupid funny it's not funny it's just bad so then i just scrapped it and um i've had people give suggestions before like oh well you know now that you're at whatever amount of followers why don't you try and incorporate like showing more of your music and sometimes i sprinkle it in but i'm always disheartened because i just see like the the reaction to the music stuff is so drastically like from the moment it's posted just drastically different reactions than anything that I do in the German uh, genre it's really crazy like I even just did I did lyrics for a composer there's a composer in Munich that I work with a lot he does a lot of major film and television projects and I'll sing for him sometimes I write text for his singers sometimes and the the reactions that I get for the music stuff is always so drastically different like from immediately upon releasing than anything I do in, in the German world um, like my friend here in Munich is a composer he works on these major television and film projects I'll write text I'll write lyrics for his singers for his choirs or whatever to sing, or I'll write a song and then I'll sing it. And we've done a lot of different projects together. And we recently did four songs together for this Netflix, this German Netflix film called Paradise, like Paradisa or whatever, Paradise. And it's all producers that we know, musicians that we know, like it's it basically, it's like this kind of cool team of like the Munich's like Munich's like some of the best making this big movie. It's in, in Germany's like top 
five Netflix streamed or whatever. And my name is in the credits and I felt so like, wow, I can't wait to share something about this. Like, I'm so proud. Like, you know, it's it's in a very small factor, but my name is still credited in a Netflix original film. That's it's something I always wanted. And then I did like one post, one reel of like me uh, in the studio with, with David working on the songs, the poster, like the song was in the background. It showed the singers, these really talented singers singing this cryptic, you know, powerful song. And it was like insane. I had a German video before it that had like, I don't know, 300,000 views. And then the the thing about Paradise was like 19,000. And then like the next one was the next day German video and it was like 500K or something. It was just like such a huge, obvious dip. And I shouldn't take it so personally because it's just it's just not what people come to that channel for anymore. And I can share it and I can post about it and I can be proud. But um, that's why I don't mix it in so much anymore is it's just, it, it's just not, maybe if I do something I'm really proud of, I'll, I'll, I'll post about it. But to just recycle the old songs in that medium, it just doesn't make so much sense anymore, I think, or just not right now. So would you say that at this point, the lack of feedback discourages you from making the music or you just don't care about this and you will create music, you will write lyrics, regardless of what people say? What is your attitude towards it? I mean, I, I wouldn't let the feedback keep me from making it. I, music is always going to be a very big part of, of, of who I am. And I have a lot of um, new song ideas and song demos that, you know, maybe I'll come together later this year or next year and put it put together you know what I could think could be a series of interesting singles or maybe even an album just for me just to do it um, and I work with a lot of different like like this composer David that I work with a lot um, it's always fun to, to also work on his ideas and to, 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 to not be the musician in the spotlight but to, to, to supply something for him because uh, it also is very freeing for me to be able to to think of it that way or you know, I'm part of like, the, there's these older guys who have a, like a cover band. Um, and these guys are all in their sixties. And somehow I got myself roped into like playing guitar for them. <laughs> uh, but it's fun because I'm just on the sidelines. I get to just focus on the craft and focus on getting better as a guitarist. And I'm not in the spotlight at all. And it's, uh, gives me a chance, like on the video thing, I have to be in the spotlight every single day in a, in a way and right now I'm planning some live shows that will incorporate the humor and the comedy from the videos into a live performance, which I will also incorporate some music into. Um, so it's nice in these side projects to just kind of like chill in the sidelines. So speaking of incorporating music, I suggest we should incorporate some music into our show right now. So Jordan, do you have some songs that you would love us to hear right now? I'm very happy to be able to to introduce one of the songs that we did for this film. The soundtrack's available uh, everywhere. The The film is Paradise. It's spelled like the English word Paradise on uh, Netflix. I don't know if it's in every country, but in Germany for sure. It's very popular. It's like a sci-fi film um, from Neue Zupa and the composer is David Reichelt. And we did a song together that's um, doing pretty well right now. It's called Gravity of Sin. And it's uh, composed from by David Reichert and um, features uh, an artist on the track named Panic Girl. And Panic Girl, um, I think she sings and she does synthesizers. Um, so these are these are my text. I'm not singing in this one, but this is my, my lyrical contribution to Netflix. All right, let's listen. 
And that was the soundtrack called Gravity of Sin for the Netflix series Paradise, composed by Jordan Prince, who I'm talking to right now. And if you have forgotten or if you have just joined us, this is the show called United in Europe. My name is Julia. And unfortunately, our time is slowly running out. So I guess we will have to say goodbye. So Jordan, any final words? I had a lot of fun. I had a, I had a really great time. Uh, thank you for asking me to be on the program. And I, I know Radio Fabrique and I, I like Salzburg. I like Vienna. I like any way to be a part also of like of your particular, you know, program. I think that stuff's really cool and it's fun to do it. I'm a, you know, I'm an entertainer, so I like having the attention and I'm happy to, to be interviewed. I think that's always fun. <laughs> I definitely feel the same about this whole thing. So thank you so much, Jordan. It was a huge pleasure talking to you. I'm just very, very delighted with how actually fun, entertaining, and easygoing you are. So if you want to make up your mind whether Jordan is actually fun, easygoing, and entertaining, like I said, just follow him on Instagram, instagram.com slash jordanprince, and just enjoy your scrolling through his videos. That, that's going to last forever. For the rest of the platforms, just Google his name and I'm pretty sure you're going to be delighted because I think there's like enough content for for ages. All right. Thank you so much, Julia. Thank you so much, Jordan. That was United in Europe, show of European Solidarity Core Community in Salzburg on Radio Fabrik. My name is Julia and hopefully see you next month. Bye-bye. Look out, baby. The saints are coming through. Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.